Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. So today we are going to wrap up our extended series here on uh, what we believe to be the greatest uh, sports movie of all time as we continue with this bracketology-inspired bracketology uh, show here. Um, so before we dive in, let's, I guess let's recap and, and see how we got here. Um, kicking things off, let's kind of just touch on what the matchups are. Um, so from the North Division, we have our winner of that division, Cinderella Man. And that is going to be taking on the number two seed uh, in the... Was that West Division Moneyball, and then over in the uh, East we have the greatest game ever played, and that will be taken on the South Division champion Creed. Um, so, just what are your thoughts on the matchup before we even get into talking about about these movies yet? Well, it's a couple of bizarre matchups. Um, <laughs> there was some controversy last week. Last week, this coin flip stuff that we were getting into and. The power of, the, of, the, of chance and all that nonsense, but with that, um, a couple of a couple of titans went down last week. Um, and I was a little disturbed about it. So, so in 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 the essence of, I don't want to go for it. I'll just I'll say that. But um, these are some really good matchups. I mean, the you know a Cinderella Man versus Moneyball, um, which is in in the in the if you put this clay, you cluster these four movies together, those are like two, you know, powerhouses that really go on. If this was like a one, four versus two, three, this would be the two, three matchup, yeah. you know, hands down where you got the long on the opposite side. We have in the Eastern and the uh, South division, you have um, Creed versus greatest game ever, you know, ever played, which is kind of one of those. Uh, it's kind of funny. Cause it's like, wow. Okay. That's a, that's a heck of a matchup. That that yeah. seems like a one five or a one four seed, you know, in the sense of how did the greatest game ever played get here? <laughs> well, I don't think it's too much of a surprise by how much we we t did talk up greatest game versus through the first two rounds. So, uh, I know it was shocking for it to beat out your your, your beloved draft day. <laughs> nah, uh, on the last coin, episode. the coin beat it out. So <laughs> let's let's call it right. Well, draft day should have been a landslide, but you know, whatever. I mean, well, let's just it dive into that matchup to begin with. Uh, the first final four matchup that we have here, let's go with it. Creed versus the greatest game ever played, an underdog of uh, all underdogs versus a pretty mean powerhouse in Creed. Okay, so I'm gonna give you, you know, the greatest game ever played because I think I've talked <laughs> about it every round up until now, and I, I refuse now after the coin flip. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. Uh, it's all you, buddy. But um, with that being said, I'm curious as to not to give anything away. If you can try to understand what I'm about to ask, um, I'm kind of curious as to how you make your picks, like coming into these podcasts, because um, I have a method which I don't think is the same. But I, I at least just just off the top of my head, I, I think it's quite different than anybody else. Well, mine is. Based off of just my impressions, I mean, these are all movies that I've seen. So when I'm looking at them, if I've seen it, clearly I'm just looking at the ones that I enjoyed watching more mm -hmm. um, as a base layer of it. But then once you start kind of dissecting the movies a little bit more, I try to get more into how the, the story was written, how it's formulated, and how it uh, kind of moved and, and kind of developed throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think I, I look at it more of, at a as a story 
as a storytelling aspect uh, to to make my decision more than just kind of sheer likeness of the movie. Movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I was what, what's yours? Uh, I come in. Um, I come in completely clean slate. Like once we pack up for the week before, I don't look at this thing again. One because I don't want to be. I don't want my picks to be persuaded. I don't go and yeah, watch the movies. Yeah. I don't. You know, I, I try to separate as much as possible from this. Well, and, I don't really like make my decision before I I start making before I start looking at the matchups. I, mm-hmm. I literally just look at it. Okay, which one did I like more? That one gets a point, and then basically <laughs> I'm going in and just kind of dissecting the movies from when I watch them. I don't go gotcha. after we do the episodes. I make sure I I have everything written and then I I walk away from it. I don't I mean I haven't looked at this uh, until uh yesterday. Well, that's good uh, to know. Basically when <laughs> when I make my decision. Oh, and sure cuz I'll be yeah. like you know, like, you could sit in some of this and be like, you one of the picks don't go the way you thought it. Then you start looking at like, nah, I'm going to see the, that this movie yeah. gets through. You know, even though we we don't no, hold no, no. executive like we have the executive vote or anything. But yeah. Saying if there's anything in my power, I'm voting for this no matter what. No. You know, type, you know, so to avoid that kind of bias, I have to had to completely connect disconnect from this <laughs> each time. Just and then come back. Like as you as I took my little five minutes, I actually looked at the paper for the front. I'm like, oh, that's what's bad. <laughs> I yeah. remember some of the some of the movies. I remember the whole talk that we had last week, and then basically when I looked at it yesterday, I was like I completely forgot Cinderella Man made it through. I completely forgot Greatest Game. Like I, I just oh, had yeah. no idea what the matchups even were. So yes, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I don't even look at it until the day before we we record. So good. So to all the listeners, y'all getting a very unbiased, yeah, you know, selection process here. So you know, some similar similarities, but um, very different, two different methods, but both bottom line unbiased. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> all right, great. As you were saying, greatest game ever played. Yeah, well, I mean, let's kind of give it a little synopsis here. Uh, of course, Francis yeah. Ahmed, uh, he he's basically fighting against the the establishment of this country club, um, and, and how they have a kind of class prejudice against him because he's a, a middle class, lower middle class uh, kid that's just amateur golfer out here, not doesn't really belong in the in the country club here. Um, and he is ex- he's works at the country club as a caddy, kind of grinding every day, day in and day out. Um, and then basically he ends up getting into the tournament. And I mean, it's kind of history is made after that. His his run through throughout this uh, all all four days uh, of the tournament just kind of ran straight through it and was able to uh, win himself a, a a basically a major championship. Um, so. That's kind of the baseline of it, uh, but the reason why it's here is because of how moving it is and how it actually makes anybody who doesn't give a damn about golf a, a movie to look at and be like, okay, I, I can kind of get behind this. So right. uh, it, it definitely is, it's, like I said it before, I think two weeks ago, I said that this was the movie that got me into uh, swinging a golf club for the first time. So I mean, this is this movie just is is moving in a way. It's very inspiring, um, and, and it shows just it's one of these Disney movies where yes, it's you can overcome anything if you put your mind to it and all that stuff. But really, the amount of work that he put in and the grind that he had and the comedic relief of his caddy, uh, definitely kind of encapsulated this entire movie and it, it kind of put it over the top for me to 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 bring it through uh, all the way uh to 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 the final four now so 
that's kind of bare bones synopsis and before because i don't want to get too much into it before we uh get to picks oh yeah uh <laughs> i'll hit you up with a with a with a historical accuracy uh when i come back but okay as i talk about creed uh so creed the only one seed to advance you know box office wise wise yeah. um so it's not always about the the absolute hit or the trendy the trendy movie of the uh, of the year or whatever the order of the of the season or you know blockbuster summer movies yeah. and stuff like that so with that that as you can see it really has no credence on no pun intended <laughs> you know <laughs> on our on how we select and make our decisions to advance the movies of a hit yeah um, but Creed again, the the Rocky slash Rocky Balboa reboot. You know, um, now we're in two movies into to the franchise. Definitely waiting for a third. And but this one started it all. This was the transitional movie. Um, Michael B. Jordan is you know Adonis Johnson slash Adonis Creed, um, the son of um, illegitimate son of um, a former champion and um, the late you know Apollo Creed. Um, and, and so it just, it's just showing his journey as he's trying to find acceptance and, and find his way in, 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 um, in his identity and, and, in, in boxing. And it didn't go into where well, we know he had a troubled background and he fought a lot, but then they just kind of fast forward his life to, to his young adult life. And then he's just a boxer. So we didn't get to see kind of how that transition happened in the, in the first place. Because what well, you know what I find interesting on the movie about that I wanted to share that um, the relationship between him and um, Marianne, which was Apollo's yeah. um, wife and his stepmother at this point, um, which was the fact that she was so dead against him fighting. Yet he obviously been fighting. So why did you know like? <laughs> Well, I think she it never really explained her. To me, well, she, I, I yeah. think they kind of implied it, but to me, what it seemed like is that when he was fighting professionally, but then that's in quotations there, he was really fighting amateurly. Like these guys were technically professionals; they were getting paid, but they they didn't have the skill set of guys like Apollo or or the history, and they weren't they weren't boxing out of gyms for that that were really training championship fighters. So I think that she kind of saw him fighting as like oh he's doing it it's a game for him whatever kind of not even just brush it off just like okay this will appease him for now well, and then you get to a point where he's he's looking to get into the ring and become a champion and, and really take it as serious as he did uh, that's what kind of gave gave her pause scale it all the way back scale all the way what's back. up no he's fighting in this he's uh, he's out in mexico what is he mexico city or tijuana or what? tijuana i think yeah he's going over there to, he's fighting currently yeah. what got him from the 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 detention center to that there was you know what I'm saying nothing speaks to that process because my point is at some point he had to learn granted he can fight but at some point he went in somebody's gym he didn't just go I'm gonna drive over to T1 and just start fighting I don't think that's what happened you know like he was just this like a savant of boxing like based on yeah. his genetic makeup I mean to a degree they hint at that but I'm saying I don't think that was solely where he got all his skill from just from I'm just a fighter in general. Well, yeah, clearly he trained. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, as he's training, I'm just trying to say, you would think Marianne would have has put a kibosh on that as he as while he was still a child, as opposed to he's a grown man now. You know, I'm not just saying that he couldn't have lured himself over there, but see, that's what I'm saying. There was such a big time, a jump, and all of a sudden he's just fighting. That's all I was getting at. It yeah. never really truly explains 
how he ended up starting boxing in the first place. I'm, oh, it, yeah, it, it doesn't tell you that origin. It can't right. really. It doesn't yeah. imply based on I'm just, you know, he he he's he's angry and he's fighting all the time. And, okay, you saved him. You got him out of there. And mm-hmm. then he's about to get a promotion next next scene. He's getting a promotion. <laughs> you know, we, okay, how did you get all the way over here? Well, yeah, Mr. and they didn't. They only showed, like, one or two of his, like, <laughs> I I guess I, I no, keep no, go doing go quotations, but it's like amateur professional fights because they they are on his record. And he is because he has what twenty twenty three no, fights no, no, under no, his no, belt. No, 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 no. In the first, we we in original Creed. Yeah. No, he remember, he only had like fourteen. Fourteen. Like, it was like, some. It was I mean, like that. But he he but still he, that, that's a lot of fights. I get that. Now <laughs> is it fourteen that was in Tijuana? I mean, yeah, I, I, from my impression, I think that when he went to Tijuana. That's all he was doing with, with those fights. And, yes, he was training in Tijuana. He was training in Mexico. Uh, but I still, those are, I keep saying it. It's like a amateur professional thing. Because it's not like he's on this big time. He's not with the WFA. No, no, he's no. not with the. I completely uh, understand. W, whatever the, the, the WBA, boxing. WBCU, um, and IBF yeah. are the major three. <clears throat> he's not with them. He's just, he's fighting, getting paid for it. So he's a professional. But it's with these kind of ragtag no, no. kids. And it was kind of what Rocky did. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, and I get that. It's like you can and until you're ready to get on that that circuit or get on that track. Yeah, and of course they're gonna you know and bring all those records with it if your record is decent. You know, yeah. now if you got fourteen and one or whatever, right? 14 you, and 0. Yeah, we're gonna bring all that over. You know, yeah. you know, you're all fourteen, even though those fourteen trash fights, but you know, whatever. They do it in the UFC. They do it in, in and boxing. And I get all that. It yeah. was just that's what I was saying. I was very. It was the most craziest thing I'm bringing up is Marianne's relationship to him boxing and that you know and that's true but i think it's also that i think that's a really great story aspect because we talked about it in the last episode it's same thing with rocky rocky one we didn't you told i wasn't even aware of it he mm-hmm. had a what 50 fight record at the time like something yeah yeah he, he had a he had an extensive record. career beforehand I, <laughs> so and i think that that's kind of the parallel that i think that they were trying storytelling wise to make there yeah i think i thought they left a little bit too much gray there from it's just like i said yeah. one little minor detail i'm looking what we're here breaking down <laughs> okay so that's creed obviously one overly dramatic scene that we're talking about here um but you know it was kind of i ain't gonna say a rags to riches it was kind of you know he was found by you know marianne um creed apollo's late wife mm-hmm. i mean uh, apollo's wife and 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 she raised him as his own um i know apollo had more kids which was interesting because the other kids never came in the picture ever. yeah i was actually expecting that to be a bigger thing yeah. but it never really did no except they, for they, him getting turned away by uh his it was his cousin uh at the gym in la no 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 that was um um duke um remember um apollo's trainer gotcha Got, that was yeah. his son gotcha so it's duke jr yeah yeah so it, Played by Wood Harris, by the way, yeah. uh, but nevertheless, um, that that's all it is. So they, they, I think, obviously he didn't ever sit actually train in that gym, but no. well, at least he didn't train him in the gym at no point. But he was around. Yeah, it's it just every it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of implication right in there. But it's like I would like I would have liked them to dive in it a little bit deeper. But that's that's me, me being overly critical of the movie. With that being said, that does not take anything away from the movie. The movie had everything: action, it had drama, passion, love, inspiration. You know, uh, all all of these things. All of the above. You know, and and you know, but we got the modern, urbanish version of it. You know, it's not just the you know the prototypical Rocky Balboa. Yeah. You know, flying you know flying high. Yeah. You know, anthem, which is classic, and that's all fine. But it went a different direction, and I was like, I was you know. 
So let let Creed, you know, Adonis Creed get his own identity. And um, well, well written. I think Creed would not. I think it would have the impact of Rocky, the original. However, I think it's bigger than what Rocky had actually. You know, in the in the grandest it, thing, yeah. I think this is much bigger. You know, some on a much bigger scale. Um, Ryan Coolidge did a excellent. I mean, man, he did an excellent job on this movie. I never even realized Ryan Coogler was a director on this movie. Yes, that's amazing. I, Ryan Coogler quickly became one am of I my saying favorite. His last name wrong? I probably am. <laughs> Ryan Coogler. Coogler. Okay, moving on. Coogler. I Krugler. said it wrong. I think I might have said it wrong. It's it's a tough one to say. Yeah, he did Black Panther. <laughs> Everybody's that know, guy. Like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> no. I mean, but he's he's quickly become one of my favorite directors, and it's not just because he's a he's a really good black director. No, it's the way that he tells stories that is very interesting. And he's actually done a couple of um like explainer videos about his directing style. Uh, the way that he kind of ties in culture to the way that he story tells in his visual aspects. He doesn't just um oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of culture here, and let's detail it by saying it in the movie. He actually shows it. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I mean, in Black Panther specifically, I mean, everything with the Dora Milaje and and all of that stuff. I know this isn't a MCU podcast, but nope. just it's <laughs> it's this is getting to how him as a director, his storytelling style, I think, really plays well to the way that he was able to kind of keep everybody's attention in this movie. It's just the way that he tells story. It's very encapsulating, and it and it he he gets you, and he doesn't really let you go. Right. Well, let's get to picks. Where, where, where are you at with these two? Um. Well, I mean, I, I, I do want to just say, give, give greatest game ever played is is due simply because I mean it made it to the final four. It definitely, as you can tell, he's writing it off as he speaks. It's, no, 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 it trampled. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I'm going to share something about the movie okay. that I haven't shared before. You know, I, I just want to make sure I do say something to the movie in each round, and this one I'm I'm going to share in a moment. Um. But it did. They did beat my beloved draft day last 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 week in the last round, and that was a devastating upset. That was yeah. almost like you know, you know, that's almost like Duke beating Kentucky to face UNLV in nineteen ninety one. So that that is exactly what that game was <laughs> when Grant Hill throws the ball all the way down three quarter quarter um, of the court. Christian Layton catches it, shoulder fake, turns around, sinks the jumper. You yeah. know, for the game. And there you go, run storming off the court. <laughs> and Kentucky has been chasing behind them ever since. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> you just had to get that in for your for your uh, I would, your little fan that of was your such blue an fandom there. Moment. Like it just came like, oh, this is perfect. This is just, okay, moving on. Um, so can't wait to see the comments on that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bring it on, Kentucky. Uh, so for historical, uh, there was some historical accuracy. Now. Greatest game ever played. Uh, am I allowed to give what happened at the very end of the movie, or do I skip that? I mean, at this point, we've told you guys to to watch it so many times. Let's just get right. to it. So Francis Mehmet to win the game. He on the eighteenth hole of the final of the final round. He he was able to um he had to sink a putt mm-hmm. and to win, and he won by one stroke. And I mean, the the pop and circumstance. He's getting carried off the field. His dad comes out, who didn't was dead set against him even being a part of this, to show and endorse that he supported him even in, in that moment that yeah. he was he he finally supported his son and his son's decision, which was a very strong element in the movie about you know they was having you know 
old school way of thinking. Just keep your head down and work hard and so yeah. on, you know, and you'll be fine. And he's trying to soar above that, you know. And I told you it's a movie about class, you know. Yeah. And so with that being said, um, you know, in reality, Mr. Mehmet had won this match by six strokes. Did he? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was getting. So he at. is a he's basically the the old time version of Tiger Woods. He was young, fun- comes in and just absolutely wrecks the field. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm. This is what I'm getting at. Like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, even the Masters that just passed. I think whoever won it, he only won it by what two strokes at the most. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what the difference was, but man, that's crazy. Six strokes is a lot. I mean, that's basically going into that hole. There's no way. And what was that? Harry Varden was the one, and it was um, which was the um, the main character, Mr. Yeah. Stannis Baratheon over there. Yeah. And and then they had Stephen Ray. So he beat Varden by five strokes, and Stephen Ray by six. That's crazy. That's in reality. That was my little tidbit. Like, okay, so it's even better. So Disney dumbed it down. Like, well, just, I guess I know dropped, for dramatic, dramatic effect. effect yeah. you know, like, come on, dude. <laughs> You want to know what's dramatic? A last, I'll be blowing you out on the course. That's look with Tiger Woods in his first Masters. That's did was that dramatic effect for you? Jesus. I mean, because that I mean that's still edged in everybody's brain with that red polo on <laughs> and him hugging his dad. You know, he just went in there and killed him. He was like yeah. a shark. You know, and I'm like, are you serious? I, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking, thinking of the movie. I, I, so, I thought so well of this movie until I found out that. Once I got that little tidbit, I was like, "Ah, oh, you robbed me! You robbed me of a he routed them." Like, and I mean, forth. and there's and the, and the reason why that's a little bit more upsetting is only because there is a way to tell a landslide victory like that very compellingly. Yeah, I mean, they. Hit, I mean, I get it, but I was like, "Wow, Disney man, y'all dumped it down for the dramatic yeah. effect." I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of backwards, but. I mean, genius movie. Regardless, they still pulled it off. Yeah, I just mean still got that, me to pick up a golf club. Just, just <laughs> knowing that made it make make the movie even better for me. Like, ah, oh, and they even yeah. they even took five strokes off the yeah. game, <laughs> off the bat there, off the movie. I'm That's like, crazy. Exactly. So yeah, so it, it, yeah, this thing was it, it was this foregone conclusion <laughs> before. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. very interesting. So I mean, with that Disney, you know, snafuing, I let's vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Disney, but even with that uh, nice little tidbit, I think that that one does it in. I'm going with Creed. I think the storytelling of Creed is just, even though Greatest Game, it like I said, it's the one that made me pick up a golf club for the first time. Creed, I think it's its story and the way that it's told and, and how powerful it is. And again, with even even without the boxing in there, uh, you're looking at a movie that, that just has so much uh, substance to it. So I, I'm going with Creed here. All right, um, maybe I'll shake the world up here. Now that Disney has um robbed us of four strokes minimal, four to five strokes, yeah. um, that and that alone gets them disqualified. Creed goes in <laughs> hands down. <laughs> you get your justice after last round. That's there. right. <laughs> so greatest game ever played will not be escaping this one. Unfortunately, I think Creed is just a little bit out of um the greatest game ever played's reach yeah. from uh, it re- it moves me in a certain way but creed moves me in a different kind of way in a very modernish <laughs> kind of urbanish way yeah. i can really relate to the characters a little bit more however that that takes nothing away from the greatest game ever played i mean the fact that it beat out 
things such as Draft Day, Space Jam, Bloodsport. I mean that that's a movie that <clears throat> it, that one holds its its own against just about everything, and it just so happens that it falls to Creed here. In actuality, it beat your major league. Well, well, I was just saying no, overall, no, no, yeah. yeah. Where it's in, made it in, in his run, yeah. in his run for the title here, yeah. <laughs> it got and I mean, even Major League too. Major League yeah. is a fantastic movie, and exactly. it got beat out. So and that's and it got snagged on Creed. I'm like, I mean, greatest game ever played just had so much insurmountable, yeah, <laughs> barriers here and obstacles to overcome. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying that Creed beat it in the last line. I just said Creed beat them. I, I no. probably said that I misspoke. Um, no, because I'll be basically saying all of a sudden that this movie don't even hold water next to this. I'm like, if you're in the no, final four, does. you can hold water to any sport movie according to me. And I wouldn't even be mad if Greatest Game did get put through. It's just I, me and you <sighs> both agree that it is Creed. Exactly. So for that and that alone, Creed goes through. All right, well, let's flip to the other side of the bracket, the very tough matchup <laughs> where we have the number two seed, a powerhouse in Moneyball. Uh, coming in and taking on a another 2005 classic here, but uh, also a movie that just is a a a boxing marvel, a storytelling marvel in Cinderella Man. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting conversation, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just first initial thoughts on the matchup. Um, this is going to be rough, uh, to say the least. I love both of these movies. Um, they're both inspiring. Um, they, I think Cinderella Man tends to work more for me on my psychological aspect of me as well as as opposed to Moneyball kind of works on the analytical side. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it's your left brain, right brain. I guess, you know, <laughs> man, it's just, you know, and then if I watch something like, um, for example, you know, the Bad News Bears, now I need the brain as well. I'm just watching that, you know. It's just, you know, it's just whatever, yeah. you know. It, see, I'm just trying to show what these movies do. It's different classifications. These are more sophisticated movies for me, you know, as far as the sports movie. It, yeah. It's just, just what I would classify under a sophisticated sports movie. And it's kind of the ones I like. Maybe just, you know, I don't know if I'm going to say this day and age in my life, but or just the fact that they're just starting to put more of those out now. Um, I just kind of like those kind of st- stories to be told as opposed to just what happens yeah. on the playing field or or the court. Yeah, that, and that's to me, like, it, it, it. it's nice to see those every once in a while, something lighter like that. I mean, but basically, I'm not looking to watch Air Bud. I'm really looking to watch something that's <laughs> going to make me think. So, like, I do appreciate those movies. So that's something that you can play in the background and be fine with. But these movies, like Moneyball and Cinderella Man, you, you really actually have to, to watch and, and think about it uh, as you're watching it. And, they, and that's what actually gets you to feel something. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more. I have to ask, is Air Bud an honorable mention that you're giving? Absolutely not. <laughs> man, he's an airbud. I don't to this day I have not watched it, which means safely I will never watch it ever in my life. You don't need to. I, nothing nothing was not on my bucket list. So I, <laughs> it surprisingly did not make our list. Yeah, right. Oh no. <laughs> exactly. The calamity. <laughs> we'll put like Mike with that. Oh gee, no, let's uh, let's not. And, and, and like Mike too, you know, straight to DVD version. Back to sophisticated movies here. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh god, I was going down a, a rabbit hole of nonsense. Well, I want to talk about Moneyball for for a second here. 
Um, you always talk about Moneyball. Because I love it. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it Moneyball is so good. I'm going to let you talk about both movies. Because I will. These are both your movies. And I have. I think I've already given Cinderella Man is just, just due for two rounds. And it's really one of your picks. And, I'm, I'm, and I don't have a problem with it. But I like to let the person who made the pick really, really take the lead on the, on the movie. So well, have at it. Well, well, let me start with Cinderella Man then, because and I want to get your thoughts on because you you have been talking about it for the last two rounds, but I know you got more to talk. Uh, But Cinderella Man to me, and I'm not going to give another synopsis because I literally just did it last week. Gave a full full synopsis on it in the week before that and the week before that. Um, But Cinderella Man, again, to me, the storytelling for this movie is just above any other boxing movie to me. And that's has nothing to do with how Creed is, um, and it has nothing to do with what like Rocky is, and and, and any other boxing movie for that matter, The Hurricane, uh, all those guys, The Fighter, all of those, those are they they're told in a different way. Um, and Creed, we've talked about how that one's different as well. But for Cinderella Man, the way that it touches on just the humanity of it. Mm-hmm. is different in in the reason why is because you are talking about it during a time during the great depression and we've harped on that over the last two weeks uh, mm-hmm. on how kind of stark that that visual is uh for for this movie but i it's like you said th- that scene where you're looking through the photos and how that the, those photos kind of deteriorate throughout the time and, and everything mm-hmm. like that it's just it's a very powerful visual on on how that actually shows what they're going through the whole uh the scene with uh the the daughter uh, getting the the extra piece for breakfast or, and whatnot like mm-hmm. man it just shows how hard you have to work during a time like that and 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 to not even feel the benefits of it because you're still stuck in a depression financially you you're in a rut and there's no because there's no money to go around like right. there's no money to be given at that point so it just for that to be the case and then for you to go out and still be able to fight and still be able to make a living for your family and then to also go out and win a championship i mean just the way that they told that story is gripping and it and this is i don't know who the director is but whoever it is found a way to grab somebody's attention and to never let go throughout ron that howard. ryan howard no ron howard ron howard richie cunningham happy days I've never seen oh, Happy Days. Oh, I forgot your lady. You never watch Happy Days? You Google Happy Days. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you. You can't even talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at some you point, and mom are the reason why I haven't watched a, a lot a of classic. things. It's a classic. At some point, just watching TV, scanning, it should have flashed flash, with the Fonz. And what I watch 50s. is live sports I'm on TV. What the, do you mean? The 50s. Come on. It's, 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 it's a staple. If you watch the doggone Bad News Bears and Rocky and all that, you've seen this at least once. I might have. I just don't remember it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but that's, I mean, he was an actor turned turn director. So he he's directed okay. a lot of movies. Gotcha. <clears throat> well. I'm sure you've seen his movie. I mean, he's seen his um his work many times over and have not even realized it. More than likely. I mean, I have seen a lot of things, but. <laughs> um. Yeah, you never seen Andy Griffin show? Mm-mm. Ever. Like, Mm-mm. like it's just in passing? Well, I can't say that. I, I don't know. I might have. I just, I have never sat down and chose chosen to watch it. Oh, okay. Wow. Looking it up now. No, you're you're fine. I mean, I mean, he did a beautiful mind. Um, did Apollo thirteen? 
Ransom. I have seen the Andy Griffith show. In, Backdraft. In he's yeah. a kid. That's why gotcha. I But that's me. It doesn't do justice. It's more so like we, we know him from Happy Days more than anything. Okay. It's Splash, Cancun, Willow. This is all the 80s movies. Parenthood. <clears throat> um, Angels and Demons, which was the... um. And the part two of the Da Vinci Code. He yeah, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say I've seen the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, uh, he's yeah that guy. A Beautiful Mind. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I've seen his work. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Solo, a Star Wars story. I actually haven't, haven't seen, seen Solo. You ought to be shaming yourself. Okay, let's get back to <laughs> Cinderella Man. Okay, that was just giving us. This is Ron Howard's work. Yeah, moving on. Don't even remember where I was with that, but uh, no, but James Braddock being able to deal with everything that comes with the depression, still be able to support his family, work as hard as he did, not be able to put food on his own plate, but doing everything that he can to take care of his kids and get food on their their plate, and then to go out and win a championship uh, in in a in a sport that you're literally just wailing on each other. Like that that is a that that is attrition of all attritions. But so the, the other component was his comeback was really on a fight by fight basis too. True. Which if he had lost any of this, all this would have went away. Yeah. And which was even a more of a compelling story, which is like, okay, he cannot lose, you yeah. know, until he reaches goal. <laughs> so it was so much you was I mean, you was watching it but by the end, you were cheering for this guy, like, please get the chariot. hundred percent. And like this is and this came out in nineteen two thousand oh, five. Two thousand five. I'm gonna say nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> okay. Two thousand five. <laughs> and uh still a long time ago. And <laughs> and for I mean, you you sitting back, you wasn't there wasn't an internet boom just yet. It no. was there, but it was coming. Yeah. You know, it, it was still, we had about another year or two. Yeah, I don't think the internet boom really happened until the iPhone came out. So that's like two years later. So yeah, basically. Yeah. So as, as I was saying, it was there, but it wasn't the thing yeah. per se. So my, I'm saying that to say this, that you wasn't necessarily leaving there and like, okay, let me go get on Google and see what, you know, and let me find out some things about this movie. Yeah. You, you didn't really research. It was like, if they didn't do a documentary, we just took their word from like, hey, it was a good story. I mean, I'm sure there was some things in there that probably wasn't as accurate, but I mean, I got the gist of it. And, yeah. you know, everybody's agreeing. So that's, therefore, <laughs> you know, that's the truth. You know, and that's why I thought that this movie, and I said it last week, is so underrated. Like, yes. it, apparently, everybody's seen it, and it's made quite a bit of money. It's a three seed for a reason with with its box office numbers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't seem like when I talk to anybody that this is a sport movie or a, or a uh, or a boxing movie that people really enjoyed as as much as I did. I felt like I did, and but whenever I talk to somebody specifically, like one person, they're like, "Oh yeah, that movie w- was really good. I liked it." But then you get into a group of people that are like, Cinderella Man never really comes up as one of the better boxing movies or better sports movies that I've seen. And I'm like, why is that? See, and that's the question. It's like, what are we looking for in, within a sports movie? Yeah. Is it, okay, like, let's just say we take, as an example, we take a Rocky Four instead, you know. Okay, Rocky Four is built a certain way to, and it's inspiring us in a, in a really, it's just, Zero to ten, and we're gonna keep you on ten the whole movie, basically. You know, I'm talking about Rocky Four. Yeah. Rocky Four didn't really have any low points. You know, no, <laughs> it, it was just intense. The whole, the, virtually a sub, and, 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 and uh, a couple of Adrian scenes, and that's it. Yeah, other than that, in storytelling, wine that's that's okay because they were really touching on the Cold War at the time. True, and 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 I was fine. Now we go and we you know and we take Cinderella Man, deep plot, 
rape, depression, family core values, survival, homelessness, you know, you know, starvation. We're dealing with all of this. I mean, could one say that in the original Rocky? Mm, maybe he was a couple months away from that, but he wasn't in the dirty. It was not depression. as dire as this. No, he, he his 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 house had heat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he did not have to have kids that was getting sick and he didn't have a wife just yet. You know, oh, <laughs> it's just, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, OK, what was we looking at when you, you know, when you ask the people this, what, you know, it's almost like you, you're asking the, the question is so general. You, you almost have to ask yeah. very specific, like, what exactly did you not or did you like about the movie? Yeah. You know, was it more the boxing or more the other stuff, you know? In light of the boxing. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we are looking at sports movie. Like, movie is a part of it to me. And I'm like, so you have to be able to have a very, a much more compelling story at the end of the day. And that's yeah. the reason why Creed is here. That's the reason why Moneyball is here. That's the reason why Cinderella Man is here. Greatest yeah. game ever played. 100% of the reason why it's here. Yeah. Like, there's no, you have to, t- like, yes, there are more interesting sports movies. Like, again, if you're just looking for the sports of it, go watch Air Bud. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for a movie that's going right. to make you think, this movie is, is is that for you. And, I mean, looking at all the four of our last selections, I, they, I can argue that they're all, I would classify them as sophisticated sports movies. And, 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 and I think that sport movie gets a bad rap a lot of the time because it's really, oh, the, the sport's carrying it. But, no, I and to me... All of these I would classify as just movies at the end of the day. And that's what it I just so happens the, that they're about sports. The sport is the hook. Yeah. And that's all it is. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It is not the it shouldn't be the end all be all. You yeah. know, some movies are designed that way and I don't like you were saying, don't have a problem with that. But it, it just, yeah, it's kinda like what do you look it's a movie first, yeah. not a sport first. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just yeah, moving on. As you were saying. Well, and I mean, I, I think I I made my point very clear about it. It's just Cinderella Man. It, it, the way that it tells its story is just it, like you said, it gets a hold of you. It doesn't let go, and even when it does get slower, it's something that you're locked into understanding the just the mind of James Braddock. Because man, there's a lot going through your head <laughs> through all of this stuff that you're going through. Exactly, and able to stay focused enough. And, and and to stay and you know <clears throat> to stay the course and and stay and achieve his goal. Yeah, you didn't see that coming from Corn Griffin and, and and you know and John Henry Lewis. Yeah. And, you know and Max Baer and no, they coming in there just to fight and yeah. whatever you know whatever party they going to afterwards, going out to eat, win or lose, they don't right. care. This man worrying about uh, you know what, what, so what were you thinking about today? What did he say? Milk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, because the, the remember they ran out of milk and she had to fill up half the bottle with water yeah. and like, oh look, nice skim milk, you know, because that's what she had. That's probably had point one percent milk left. Yeah, it was just water, you know. <sighs> that's rough. And you trying to provide, you know, and I'm sure the mom, the, the and his wife was sitting there making sacrifices just as much as he was. I'm sure she didn't eat much, you know. Yeah. But I mean, damn. I mean, I mean, if anybody was starving, it wasn't the kids. It was them, yeah. you know. And but that t- you taking that into the ring, and like he literally in one of the fight, he went and literally went into was going to go into the ring on an empty stomach, like literally, <laughs> like he's like, look, I just need a payday, you know. I need money. Yeah. So he, yeah. The movie really goes there. Like if you feel you ever been at that point where you just didn't know where to turn, or felt like you was at your wits end financially, and you thought you was about to lose every. Man, this man went through it and still 
<laughs> from contending light heavyweight champion to heavyweight champion. That is where this movie went, you know. So, um, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to add to the Cinderella, man. I just wanted you to really take the, the, the bulk of it. Yeah, I mean, it just, I, there's not much more to say about it. I think over the last few weeks we've been talking about it today, even we've we've added more. I didn't think that we had more to give about it, but we did. Yeah. Um, so I had to save a little bit. Yeah, Final four. of course we <laughs> always do always got to keep the viewers coming back for more mm-hmm. uh no uh well let's talk about its competitor moneyball oh. uh i mean i know you were looking up some 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 quotes uh, oh no, no earlier. i was just looking i was just, just chuckling <laughs> it was just i so, i mean because i can never I, I mean brad pitt has to be one of the most cleverest you know 100%. actors out of all time it's just his whole demeanor like if I can do that for like five minutes, man, I'm like, oh my god, you're a genius, dude. I don't know if that's a part of your personal behavior. Cause I think that's just his personality, technically. I, I think to some degree, yeah, he's very witty, he's quick. You know, it's just the roles he play, and I think he does it very well. But no different than Billy Bean, which makes me really want to look up Billy Bean. Billy Bean like this, or he's that's just him. I don't know. I I've never actually had that question i just think he plays the role so well that's, that, that's that it's just at. i never even had that thought right so to try <laughs> to even repeat one of his quotes i i would just chop it up that's why i just stopped yeah trying to even trying to do it i just like let me just look at what he said you know it's it's just he has a way of saying things uh, <laughs> and his body posture is just it's, it's classic you know 100 so percent. that in itself made the movie for me just how he played just the that role. character right just... i don't even know if billy bean is that entertaining yeah. but he made him entertaining in this he made him very interesting in this movie you know yeah so well i mean it's just <laughs> i mean it makes me think of just the, the movie itself always makes me think of brooklyn 99 don't know if you've ever watched the series well captain holt he's a oh it's a it's a it's a sitcom based off of a, a police precinct in, in New York. Uh, it's got um, Andy Samberg. Uh, he's a James Peralta. Uh, Amy Sandegato is another detective. Uh, there's a Rosa Diaz. She's a, the gruff, super super hard ass in the in, in the show. Uh, they got the 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 idiot uh, Charles Boyle. Um, he he's just a, he's another detective, great at his job, but he's just clumsy, klutzy, the the weird dude. And then you got uh, Captain Holt. He's a, a black gay uh, captain, uh, always <laughs> looking to do everything by the book to a T and, and this, that, and the other. But the reason why I bring it up is because uh, <laughs> there's a hilarious scene in the show where uh, they're talking about how robotic uh, their the, the captain is. And, and he's uh, the, the, the just robot captain, meet more P. He, he has to analyze everything and, and make sure that it, the, the outcome is going to be uh, greater than, than the risk that they're taking and everything. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes in and he says, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the reason why my greatest, my, my favorite movie of all time is Moneyball. There's this, the, the statistical analysis is just beautiful. And he starts crying. <laughs> so, oh, it's just God. one of those things where it's just like, yes, it, that is like the, 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 uh, <laughs> the, the kind of epitome of, like yes, this movie is all about analytics. They get really gritty into the numbers and whatnot, and it's it they do tell it in a compelling way. So I get mm-hmm. it, Captain Holt. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that this movie it, it was just it was to me it was more than that. It was uh, kind of how Billy Bean was able to, or whether this is true or not. The the movie made it put it this way, where it was also about how he ended up learning how to be a true GM and a different type of GM where he's actually 
talking to his players and, and he's coming down explaining to them this is what we're trying to do and this is why this will work and you can see how the players were actually on board before anybody in the front office was anybody exactly. in that scouting department was uh, anybody in the coaching staff was <laughs> like right. the, at the end of the day he, he he was able to get the players on board before he was able to, to get the guys that actually knew what he was doing on board first and and that's what came down to him having to fire people and, and getting them out of the building. Anybody who's being insubordinate, let's get like you got to get out of here because these guys understand. They know what they're doing. They know what we're trying to do here, and they're 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 doing whatever they can on the field. But if you guys aren't gonna allow them to to have that opportunity, then clearly you got to go. Right. Uh, so I, <laughs> I wonder if um the NFL had a similar problem when they had to introduce the Wildcat. <laughs> to, the, to the NFL, like once it was kind of embraced, yeah. Because I, I wonder if there's similar, you know, processes and and discourses that went on to try to get coaches to buy into and 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 you know and not get shunned because they say somebody go out there and try to run that for a plan, it it doesn't work. Now somebody's job is on the line. Well, I think that for the NFL, anyways, the reason why that that was why it took so long for that to change is because they were still with this whole stigma that the black quarterback can't work. I mean, no different than what we're saying in Moneyball right now. True. And, and yes. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, it, but, it, but to the me, the reason why that, that that that's a thing is just because no coach would really take a chance on him yet. And you got Lamar Jackson who did it, and you got and everybody's comparing him to Michael Vick. Uh, but I mean, who who was the first successful? Who who was the after Michael Vick? Who was the only other guy that that came in and and really did the athletic black quarterback good or, or successfully? Wilson. <laughs> yeah, and, and and but every single yeah, time any 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 athletic quarterback, not even it doesn't even matter if they're black or not. No. Any athletic quarterback comes in, they always try to turn them into. Uh, this this pocket guy like eventually we're gonna make him a pocket guy three years down the line and it completely derails our careers true uh, and they finally get, came off of that finally uh, several <laughs> years ago I, I don't they didn't do it in like any you just had to kind of notice that you just did it you know yeah. they just finally just left it alone like it's the un, it's the, it's the little it's the, it's the pink elephant in the living room that no one's gonna talk about you yeah know, in the NFL and that's fine and so I digress. I, that, that, it yeah. was just a parallel. I, I thought it was very similar, and you 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 confirmed you agree. So uh, yeah, it was just yeah. yeah. I, I was wondering if they. I was chuckling only to myself, like you know, they're gonna make a movie, the, uh, the Wildcat, you know, or something, and it's gonna be some kind of spoof, <laughs> like Probably. Moneyball. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I could see it happening. Um, no, but yeah, it just Moneyball uh, is that just one of these movies where. Even outside of the statistics and, and how great the, I mean, we've talked about it time and time again, just, just the behind the scenes on how you, you execute something like that is amazing. But you get down to the story with his daughter, his family, knowing that he, there's people looking to fire him, knowing that his, the, the owner of the, of the team isn't going to give him any leeway. We got to figure out how to get it done with, with the money that we have on the books right now. That's exactly what he told him at the beginning of the movie, middle of the movie, and the end. Yep. And then, and then, for him to actually turn down Boston's offer, which was crazy amounts of money, buku amount of money, for him to be able to turn that down and still go back to 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 Oakland and, and continue to try to rebuild that, I just as a character, I think that that development, uh, to to know that he was looking to have success with it, get the success with it. 
and then stay true to himself. That was another piece that that just made that movie even more compelling at the end of the day. Right. Well, there's a couple of things that wasn't wasn't mentioned about this wonderful movie. Um, was some of the some of the footage that they put in it. They put live footage of the, of the, of the A's playing a lot of it. And and as I look back, you know, when I looked at it, I was like, wow. I kind of remember this happening. And yeah. and what I'm speaking to is the kind of coverage we got over here in the Midwest True. in comparison where I want this. And my point of saying that was the movies had really, I was so caught up in this, like, oh my God, this run that they were running. It had you so on edge, like, oh my God, are they going to actually break the record? In my mind, I couldn't really actually remember. And I was just like, okay, why can't, why don't I not remember this? And this True. was just very recent. This is baseball, people, and this is how <laughs> media works. That this thing did not get the traction it should have got, and that's that's what happened. I, I know that they did some segments on ESPN and Sports Center on this, and I know that some networks have to cover this here and there. Yeah. But it was really a footnote while this was all happening. But this movie zeroed in on this and i mean it made it seem like it was the biggest thing going on yeah. in 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 major league baseball if not in sports that summer and that it, it really wasn't and i'm speaking to this is how inspiring this movie is it for any one story it will give you can get this inspiration you can get all of these mm -hmm. elements we're talking about but it really puts it on front street to and, and make you feel like it was the only story going on. And, and that's and, and I think that the reason why that that's so important is because it's not even the fact that it wasn't talked about in the sports community as much. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it was talked about that much in the baseball community. It 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 it's yeah, it cuz that has to be like it's well, talked about yeah, and it's like but yet it yeah, it really was not one of yeah. those it's not something you're going to see on first take and they're going to sit here and break down the analytics to how they not won the 17 games and let's compare them to and the movie caught that is you know, they went and showed you these teams from the past. I get chills every time I see that. I'm like I never seen this footage yeah. before and I'm like Murderers Row or this this team these these Yankee teams from oh my god would just decimate the leagues and like couldn't nobody they hit everybody. Yeah. Super teams in baseball, people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that really, that's what it was. That's probably it was the, a the originator of super teams. As a franchise, it was a super team. Yeah. You know, they all of these names, all from the Yankees. Mm -hmm. I think 16, 17, 18, 20 something names. I'm just rolling them off. All play for the. What, man, with the league, how y'all miss out on all these people? You know? They didn't. They just didn't have the money. I get that. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm, you know, and that's what I'm getting at. And yet, I, 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 every time I watch the movie, I try to think, I'm like, I kind of remember them talking about, I seen the story on sport. It wasn't no, you know, Sunday, um, what's Sunday mornings, um, behind the lines, you oh, know, outside type, the lines. Oh, outside the lines. It wasn't none of that. It was no, no documentary pieces, special, you know, written pieces that they're going to do 20 to 10 no. minute thing. None of that. This man, this is why I'm, I'm speaking to the genius of this movie. And it's funny. Cause like, I, it I still don't watch regular season baseball. I can't get around to it because it's, again, 162 games. It's freaking ridiculous. Uh, and that that's, again, a story. We'll, we'll, we will definitely talk about that this summer. So be, be in right. tune think for that. But it, And I think that that, rec that, that that record being broken and that streak happened right before really – yeah. How you know sports media really took off? You know, it did. It was there, but it wasn't like 
oh my God, we got a story. We're going to throw everything into this story. And, yeah. we, you know, they didn't do that. They may have did it in Oakland. It could have been, I mean, on a local level, maybe. But if you're nationally, it's amazes me how it did not get the traction that it did. I'm like, they just broke a freaking MLB record that I don't even remember. They talking about 20-something. What was it, 21? 20 games. 20 games. I don't remember a team ever doing 10. You know, in my in my physical that's hard memory. to do exactly. That's I'm, I'm like I'm thinking like this actually happened. You yeah. know, and this was in the 2000s. And that's the thing that I because that's what I was getting to is like even though like clearly I didn't I don't watch baseball all the time. When this happened, I was what seven. Like mm-hmm. I, I was very young when this happened, and, and mm-hmm. again, clearly I'm not watching baseball a regular season anyway. And watching more than me at seven. But go ahead. Who? Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like watching this movie the first time I watched it, I thought this was made up because mm. that, that's how much like this isn't talked about. It's just, I didn't even realize that this was a real thing that happened. And then you, you, you start seeing the, the real life footage coming through and you're like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. And I, and, and I had to think like, oh, well, this is during that, that, that turning of the age. We have this, all this new technology and everything. So I was thinking like, oh, they, there was some way that they could, they could doctor all this footage and whatnot. But no, it was completely real. And, and I go back and I, and I watch it and you, and you look back at it. You're just like, that's insane. Yeah. Like the, and to your point, like the, the fact that this is something where I am just a diehard sports fan in general. And I didn't know that this was something that was this big. In, in that it even had happened mm-hmm. is something where that ba- baseball needs to get its stuff together. Uh, they do, they do. <laughs> I can start with that schedule. So, Again, we will definitely talk about how we can fix baseball. Ram that down later <laughs> this summer. That'll be a very special show, and we uh, yeah, stay tuned for that summer edition. There, yeah, be summer talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So that I think we we've kind of synopsed synopsized all of these movies more than enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> let, let, let's get down to the picks here then. Uh Cinderella Man versus Moneyball. Who you got? Oh God, this you know, I gave my due diligence to choice. both of these. <laughs> I love both of these movies and I so I, I needed to talk and speak to both of them in some way, shape or form and now I'm done and now I have to give my unforgiving pick here. Um, taking the two t- t- um, powerhouses and considering everything that has been said today and, and how we've um, broken down these movies and how they've inspired us and moved us and you know <clears throat> um, well I have to do you know not a rock paper scissors thing but um, <laughs> if I had to flip a coin on the aspect of which one I would choose you know, um, or I figure some point out what 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 is the tie breaking element? Mm-hmm. Well, it came down to something as quirky as this: which one do I go to sleep to? Meaning that I'm comfortable enough where I can watch it and I can subconsciously listen to it for a while and you just drift off to sleep and be all the better. And then when I wake up, I'll rewind it back to where I stopped and continue watching it. Unfortunately, that was not the movie of Cinderella Man. So I felt that one guy. <laughs> my pick is Moneyball. Going to the championship. Same here. And there we have it, people. <laughs> uh Cinderella Man came in 
you know, <clears throat> I think um, they, they gave, put up a good series. <laughs> good very, fight. very good series. I had a great run. I mean, knocked out powerhouse right This before. went 100% basketball series. Like, take out the fact that this is supposed to be a March Madness bracket. Right. This, if this was NBA playoffs, this is conference finals, game seven, yep. overtime. <laughs> and, and, and Moneyball sinks a three. Yeah. At the buzzer. At the buzzer. <laughs> I mean, it really, it was that close. Yeah. That, um, yeah. I Man, I like both of these movies. It's just like, hey. How you choose one for this? I'm like, either one. We like, which one are we watching tonight? Whichever one you put into the, yeah. the, the into the machine. Okay, that's what we're watching. Which one are we watching tonight? Both. Right. <laughs> you just choose which order you want to watch it. Then you know, I'm just like, what are you talking about? I'm like, as long as how how long are we staying up? If we do staying up, if we have four plus hours, both. What are you talking yeah. about? It's a foregone conclusion. But yeah. So unfortunately, yeah, I'm taking Moneyball, but that's not saying anything against Cinderella, man. Meaning that I had to pick one, and so far, I'm sorry, I just had to pick one. So yes. <laughs> there, there it is. So well, we got a national championship matchup of Moneyball, a two seed out of the West Division, going up against one seed Creed out of the South Division. Well, the South versus the West. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> Oh, usually Chicago, South Side versus West Side. <laughs> exactly. That's a that's a that's a nasty matchup there. Exactly. Exactly. Well, beach north and east, because that wouldn't make it that wouldn't make any sense there. Oh, well, there know. is no east. Exactly. In the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just swimming out there. Lake Michigan. Now, um, well let's get down to it. Let's talk about the two and, and well, I guess we we've done our synopsis of both of these, uh, so we don't really have to recap them, but Let's talk to the matchups here. Okay. Well, we got number two seeded uh, Moneyball versus number one seeded Creed. And it is for the greatest sports movie of all time. Um, you can go. You want to stab at this first? <sighs> <laughs> I will just say that. I don't want to do this. No, I don't. <laughs> this is tough. I this one's really tough. I think that let's say I think that Creed has a it has a better story if you take the 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 sport out of it. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I am going with Moneyball in this aspect where even even with you taking out the sport. And yes, Creed has a little bit more there. Moneyball is able to move you in such a way that it. I'm not trying. I'm trying to say this without trying to put down Creed because I. You really can't put mm -hmm. down Creed, but I don't want it to seem like the 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 listeners thinking that I, I'm trying to say Creed's not a fantastic movie. I just think Moneyball. With what you do take out of the the sports aspect of it, the content is just a little bit deeper there for me. Okay. Huh. Well, <laughs> for dramatic effect, I'm going to take Creed 
but let me tell you why. And it's not, to, you know, it was not to take the opposing side. I was, and I don't I, hate it. I, I already I told myself what my pick was before you said yours. Okay. So I'm, I'm saying it was Creed. So, okay. Because if it was, if it was Moneyball, I would have just stayed cool and then I would have <laughs> just did my thing and then said the same thing. But, um, it's Creed. But let me tell you why. <laughs> I, I had to take the two matchups and considering all the synopsis that we just shared yeah. and so on and so forth and then taking the, the taking the tiebreaker element of which one do, do I go to sleep to or which yeah. one yeah it was both in this case so that was a that that I I used I literally like when this for man the Creed for the first two weeks was just I got played every single night to go into bed. Like, yeah. and it was just, and I was fine with it. It's a, it, it comforted me to sleep, you know? It, and it's like, if I heard it, it didn't even distract me. I don't even like TVs on when I go to sleep, but this, I'm, I'm okay with that being in like that playing in the background. So that unlike, just like, um, Moneyball, Moneyball can't get the edge there. However, well, I had to look at another criteria. Um, so, I started looking, you know, looking a little bit deeper into the movie and um, I looked at the element of, okay, which one inspired me the most? And this this is the tiebreaker rule. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah, Moneyball. And let me, this is my synopsis to Moneyball. Moneyball, because of his analytical element and taking that type of um, process of, and that, that formula in a sense, or that, 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 um, or that, that, um, skill of and and research ability to look at the numbers in a different way it is far gone it has far helped me just from a fantasy aspect and the way to how i look at my fantasy teams 100 percent. and this this and to that point Moneyball does change the way that you think about sports as a whole exactly and i'm gonna have to say to my success it, it has not given me a championship but it has kept me in the conversation year in and year out over the last three seasons i have been in <laughs> deep contention with trying to get outside of this last no, season no, I where i, I just had injuries kill me but even with like my own league like mm-hmm. oh yeah every single year i'm i'm in I, i'm in the championship yeah and i mean <laughs> And some of and and it, yeah, it comes to you know knowing your teams and good coaching mm-hmm. and scouting and so on and so and having the knowledge base and so on. But some of this comes down to this these analytics that I'm looking at. I think I'm looking at numbers that most of the league is not looking at. You know, and yeah. I mean, if it's one or two other guys, that's great. But then your you know I think your method is trash anyhow, so that ain't gonna matter. <laughs> you know, and then what ends up happening more times than not, I'm higher than whoever that turn yeah. team was. It ain't usually the person who won the championship because. That person usually says some some fluke, but you know, in in my in the leagues I've been in, I don't just, even think it's a fluke. I think it's just most of the time it comes down to who can stay healthiest. That's that's the thing with the NFL. Right. How far can you make it? <laughs> right, right. And then, I mean, they get back to back to Moneyball. Yeah. but but Moneyball helps me. It really helped me. I mean, extremely when I was able to apply it to like my fantasy leagues. Yeah, and, you know, it's just like, oh, oh my god. How do you? Because you you go from looking works. at <laughs> names and and how great quote unquote the these players are to looking at, especially with with just drafting for a fantasy league, just value. I'm gonna do you one better. It gets you to stop looking at that ranking number. Yes, 
and stop being a ranking slave. I know I'm doing a little fantasy piece because nothing bothers me more than a ranking slave. Like you could sit there and talk about talk to the to, to 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 the cows come home about how not to get this person that's ranked 16 and get the 18 guy. Trust me, it's you know it's all points in the 16 based on some fluky non-existent non-related element that get got them in that in the first place no, and, and the reason why they get those freaking numbers is because it's projected points on the season i'm like how did you even get that they're never even right. anywhere near close what, what is your like <laughs> like oh, okay in this game you just think that this random receiver is going to get two touchdowns and uh, 121 yeah. yards just based off of what based on preseason Half of these guys ain't even gonna be on the defense next week. The yeah. baddest time. What are you talking about? You know, it's it, exactly. And this these be the bus. And you'd be like, well, that was the next one in line. Yeah, and you have four to studs what? right behind them. And you, cause there's because as you know, there's people to avoid. Like, nope, that's a trap. Yeah. That's a pitfall. That that's that's an inflated number. And that's what I'm I will saying. say this. Just this yeah. is just for my 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 fantasy insight, and we'll probably have a whole another segment throughout the season. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to me, go. Did, we haven't even hit the NFL draft yet, and I've already started looking at fantasy stuff. I already have five guys on my do not draft list. Wow. <laughs> like, and I'm gonna say this, and if you ain't started and you ain't looked at your team and you ain't been following the NFL and you call yourself gonna get back into your league next year, you already behind the curve. I'm, I'm coming for that championship, right Ben. There you go. <laughs> All right. So there we go. So Moneyball, I found a connection, a strong connection to my fantasy my fantasy career. One hundred fantasy league. Now, on the flip side for Cree, ah, oh, it inspired my life. <laughs> I know, and I it, I respect. No, that. no, you need to hear me. Hear what I'm saying. It. This was back when I started. You know, this came out during that time when when I started. You know, when I started. You know, Hall of Fame jerseys. Oh yeah. That was what that 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 drive. I don't know what that movie. That movie just drove me to get that thing up and moving. Now I need another movie to get me to push <laughs> it over. But you know, that's another, another conversation. What I'm saying is, during that time, a lot of it was contributed to Creed. The movie, the soundtrack, yeah. everything about it, everything that it represented, the how he, you know, he 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 chose less to gain more in the long run. You know, yeah. he chose, you know, he chose the harder path and kind of took a detour and came back around and got and got everything he was looking for by the end. The greater heights than what he was looking for. Exactly. And I mean, if that man, if that don't speak to them heartstrings, I don't, you know, Moneyball does. It don't speak to that though. You know, yeah. and that's all I was not the same kind of movie though. Yeah, no, and and, and I think it, I think Moneyball touches on heartstrings in a different way because it's more about his relationship with his daughter and holding himself right. accountable to her, exactly. Not not to. Uh, what mattered more was his was his career bigger than his relationship to his child? Yeah, you know, and and obviously it wasn't. You no. know that he was like, look, I still got a job with the A's and I can keep my my relationship with my daughter intact. His daughter was on was on board, but yet was not. He knew. Yeah. That you know, he did not want. I mean, if, if anything, I think he didn't want to be away from her no more than she wanted to be away from him. Yeah, you know? and I think that, and the thing that touched that to me the most with Moneyball was not the fact that he, the throughout the entire movie, it never changed for him. Any time that his daughter brought it up, he keeps telling her, "No, like I'm here. I'm I'm gonna be with you. You don't have to worry." Don't look at those press clippings. Don't look at the people mm -hmm. are going to say things. Right. And he never changed it. I, I think 
even though he took that meeting with Boston, I think he did that out of respect for Boston. It wasn't about him, oh, well, I'm thinking about leaving. No, right. because I just, out of due diligence, I have to do this. I have I have to obligate myself to do this, gotta but I'm not leaving gotta, my daughter. Got to hear what they, yeah. what they offer. You know, like, I know what I'm turning down. Yeah. And that's, and, and then, yeah, which was kind of the, the, the PS to the movie. Yeah. Like, he stayed. And, you know, and that, that's, that, you know, as you were saying, that's who he was from the beginning. He just, I'm, look, we got this money ball system. I'm here in Oakland. My daughter's here. That's what we're doing, yeah. you know. And as long as I got a job and I'm doing that, that's what I'm going to do here, you know. Yeah. Now, so, and that, so, I even with all of that, that's what, <laughs> with Creed, that became my tiebreaker, which was, it, the inspiration was a little bit more. It drove me to do something more. I think that was more effective for me for my life and my development yeah. as opposed to, you know, fantasy is great. Trust me. Cause I'm killing it in fantasy <laughs> from a career aspect. You know, like if we look at, if we, if we was, if we were like UFC fighters. Like I'm going to use that, that, that cause ain't nobody in UFC running around here 40 and 0. No. So you can lose on any, and that's, and that's how it is in fantasy. You just don't dominate 100%. I win 90% of all of my, dude, what league you in? And like, let Cupcake me get in, league. cause right, cause um, you telling me you ain't get figured out yet, church, dude, you ain't that good. I don't think I any time that I've ever played fantasy, I've never had a season where that's I'm not like, even the best. That's just called that. That's a man. That that is genius. That on genius. Mode. Not even that. It's just you got nobody you're going up against. <laughs> He's like, I didn't give you that. No, <laughs> but to me, like, cause I mean, cause in my BS league, I've got I've got what four years of a sample size to show that, like, yes, my first year I came in, I, I went what. 10 and three won the championship. And then the last two years I have been that I've been that guy that just made the wild card spot. And then I ran the table in the, in the playoffs and the last two times I, I lost in the championship mm. and I'm pissed about it because uh, this year was supposed to be my redemption year from losing in the championship last year I or the year before that. I don't know any of And I was stuff. right there. I lost I, by I, two I, points. I only <laughs> lost in the championship game once, so I, I don't know what it is. I'm generally, if I'm in there, I'm, I'm winning it. So I, I got, to me, uh, well, I thought that's who I, who I was my, my first year being a commissioner, and, and I came in and I, I completely ran the league. But then next year come through, I, I made the playoffs, got knocked out in the first round, and then the last two years, I just can't, I, I get to the championship and then I lose. On yeah. BS. <laughs> that, that dreadful week 15 semifinals. I cannot get over the hall. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've lost there the in last the two one times. bracket. Oh, my God. I, that's <laughs> why I keep losing in that time. I'm always in the top bracket. I'm either yeah. a one, a four, or a five. Every single year. I'm, just, I'm in the same place every yeah. year. I'm never at that bottom. I, I need to just tank. I need to start learning how to tank games in, in fantasy <laughs> I'm also, I'm also real sophisticated stuff now. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a control. I'm either I the one seed or I'm, or I'm in the wild card. I'm, I'm going to start low managing my, uh, <laughs> my <team>. roster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, man, I so I got that's why I picked Creed. I didn't pick Creed to just be difficult. I was like, no, and I respect. Man, like said, I said, Marty Ball, he gonna make this these. really interesting. It's hard. Yeah, I'm glad you took one and I took the other. <laughs> I think it's fitting because. It's gonna come down to a coin flip in the championship. Uh, which I was gonna say is like, yes, this is gonna come down to a coin flip, and that typical. sucks. But so typical. Also, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is we're not actually gonna cap this off. Basically, what I think we should do, we do yeah. the coin flip. The coin flip says what it says. Okay, we don't say anything. No, yeah, <laughs> we we've already made our our choices, and it, it's come out to a tie. I'm gonna leave it to the fans. Oh, I like that. 
and you guys get to pick which one wins the championship here. So you'll have it on Twitter. I'll have it up for a week. We'll talk about. Oh, I'll have it up for six days then, so we can talk about it and we can wrap it up with our next episode. And for those who are listening to this on YouTube, just put it in the comment. Yeah, please put it in the comments or go to Twitter. Open up a new tab. Go to Twitter and do it. Uh, Otherwise, you can leave a comment uh, in the comment section below. Or do both. We'll track them there. Do both actually. You can vote as many times as you want uh, on YouTube, I guess. So, (laughs) right. So that's what we're gonna leave it there as. But let's do the coin flip to see what the coin will say. Um, and we're gonna have Moneyball as heads. Uh, we're gonna have Creed as tails. And I, if my thing will flip, come on. Creed wins. And tails never <laughs> fails. <laughs> no, so that is going to do it. So we know who actually won. But y'all go ahead and y'all yeah, vote. No. <laughs> go ahead, put in your votes. Let let us know what you guys think down below. Uh, and definitely uh, leave us with your comments, uh, whether you're making your vote or also just telling us why we're wrong and why neither one of these should even be in the finals. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, uh, please do go follow us on Twitter at the underscore square pod. Uh, and there's going to be, again, polls go out there. We do uh, live updates throughout the week when we can't get down and do a show, um, and anything else related to the show will be there. Um, talking, uh, which also the show, please like, rate, subscribe, um, and please, the biggest thing that you can do for the show is share it uh, to all of your friends, all of your family, anybody that you know. Again, the guy that you met at the bus stop this, this afternoon, Share it to them as well. And let us recap again. Is Creed just won the the, the national title of greatest <laughs> sports movies of all time? Yep. Um, by defeating Moneyball in the championship. And on his run to the championship, let's remember that Creed beat out Glory Road in rounds one, uh, facing the Giants in round two, 42, and um, round, well, let three, me, round three, which is the no, no, the elite, actually eight, the elite eight. I'm sorry. Um, and then the greatest game ever played in the final four. And like I said, Moneyball in the championship. So nice run it had there. Yes. So Creed, you know, again, let me tell you how big of a powerhouse that, uh, how monumental that this was. Moneyball beat the team that beat the team. Because Cinderella Man beat out Rocky Four, And therefore, Moneyball beat out Cinderella Man. And then creed beat both beat them yeah. so yeah they were the tampa bay buccaneers this year true very true <laughs> <laughs> no well that is going to do it for today's episode thank you guys again for listening again like rate subscribe and please do share and we will catch you guys in the next one have a good one and have a good night
Thank you.